high. Oh high, oh high, it's off to work, go oh, high. This song's not like any song you know, ho oh, high, oh high, ho oh, high, ho oh, high. Ho high and welcome back to the mines. This is episode 19 of the Out of the Mines podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper, and this time we're watching one of my games. Yes. Uh, so expect a loss. <laughs> oh, you're too hard on yourself, Sam. I mean, the, the people watching YouTube already getting a preview of the list I'm flying. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, we will review Sam's game. We'll probably touch quickly on points and our takes. We will not go in-depth, just a couple of bits that we're excited about in our faction or we think have fairly been up or downed right let's crack on sam yeah so this game is from my round two uh in the balance of the force tournament that tin squadron is running whilst okay admittedly i don't think my list looks that crazy but the the rules for balance of the force is i fives and i sixes are in one group i ones and twos are in another group and if you bring one of the i fives and sixes you have to bring an i one or two to balance it out and threes and fours kind of float around the middle but that's basically the gist of the rules, and that's why this list exists. Uh, but what my list is, is I decided that I wanted to bring Infiltrators. So I've got Darth Maul with Hate. Hey, he's cheaper now. Spoiler alert for the boys. <laughs> uh, Count Dooku with Sense, Zam Crew, much more expensive now, and the Scimitar title. And DGS-047 with Repulsor Lift Stabilizers, Diamond Boron Missiles, and Hondo Crew. So I'm looking to do some shenanigans... And have some fun. Well, that's what we always try and do at uh, at the Tin Squadron Games, isn't it? A bit of fun. Uh, yeah, and so what I run into is token stacking rebels. Oh, no. Oh, and it's the pretty much as full-on token stacking as you can get. Yeah, so we've got Hera with Thread Tracers, Carl Katard in the Hawk with Gian Erso and Moldy Crow, Benthic Two Tubes in the U-Wing with Leia and Perceptive Copilot, and Garvin Andreas in the X-Wing with S-Foils. Well, I mean, on the plus side... That's not a legal list anymore. Yeah, true. I think he actually messaged me because we the the points dropped whilst this game was being played, um, and afterwards we were like, "Yeah, both our lists are illegal." <laughs> so I'm zooming in, having a look. Uh, yeah, this is it's just token shenanigans. There are going to be a lot of tokens on the board, and I have difficulty punching through. Uh, we get to obstacle displacement, and we it seems that. Neither of us want obstacles to have anything to do with anything in this game, as they're all on my half of the board in a in a rectangle, literally like in my bottom corners and in the middle. There's a rectangle. There's a huge gap on my opponent half, half of the board, and I am basically gunning for that because I have a I have a plan, you see, because infiltrators are quite fast for. Like for large ships, they're very, very fast, and Dooku especially because he can decloak, so he effectively gets like a, 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 a mini boost and then can go fast. So I was thinking, right, get the obstacles on my side of the board, and I'm just going to rush him before he can get his tokens stacking yep. on the go. Because the rebel token stacking does need a little bit of time to get started. And so I'm just planning on rushing in with double, like the idea is I've got double mods and I've got double taps on my infiltrators, and DGS is there and he also has a go. Yeah, that's that's fair. Get in before Kyle can build up his stuff. Get in before they can start chucking it to Hera and yeah, yeah. So I believe I had the bid, um, and I gave my opponent first player because I wanted Dooku to essentially be an ace behind Kyle. Okay. Um, and that's the only crossover that really mattered. 
BS over deploying, and I'm just deploying in the corner uh, where my infantry is a little bit spread out, and my opponent is deploying in the opposite corner, effectively setting up to turn in towards me. Um, is what it looks like. He's got a couple of his ships facing along his board edge and a couple of his ships facing down towards me. So it's a pretty good thing because he can react to what I do. Uh, and I put in a couple of moves and then I look at my opponent's list and actually think, actually, no, it's rush time. And away we go. So I don't want to get bogged down into the into the details, but the, the it's, I'm literally rushing towards my opponent. Um, my first actions... Um, and these, these are important actions, so once I've done everything, I'll quickly explain them, because this is me setting up for my initial yeah. engage. Uh, as everyone's focusing, and I'm moving, and I'm all target-locking a rock, even DGS. Uh, and my reason for this is that I have Hondo, um, which means DGS can coordinate and jam two ships friendly to each other, and so what I want is for my, my coordinate, whoever I think is going to need the double mods... Uh, and I believe I usually go for Dooku with this because Maul's double mods is that he gets to shoot twice. Um, I want to I want to jam one of the infiltrators and have no consequence. So I'll essentially jam off one of these target locks, and then the infiltrator that gets jammed isn't stuck with a jam token that round. Uh, and DGS just locks the thing just in case. You never know. Sometimes it might be relevant. If I wanted to shoot that gas cloud, I'd have three rerolls. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and so my opponent sort of starts moving towards me uh, and we are going to be shooting on turn two because the infiltrators are fast uh, and the idea is I'm trying to get there before he has too much time to set up his tokens but uh, what I hadn't anticipated is that none of this matters because Kyle's already stacked thanks to Benthic 2 tubes ability yeah yeah you just need the well, one turn Benthic's ability is uh, he can, whenever he takes a focus action, he can transfer a focus token to a friend. So Kyle Katarn is fully stacked from turn one. Yeah. So this is is a little futile, but I, this is what I, this is my plan. And I think I make one mistake shortly that really ruins it. So I'm decloaking Dooku, no jam shenanigans, um, and I'm just going going for the fight. I believe the so I've, I'm Hondoing and I've just got range, so I will. I uh, believe I jam Maul and I give Dooku a focus so that then when Dooku moves forward he can target lock the nearest person and you'll see that Kyle Katarn has four focus tokens on turn two thanks to Benthic and Perceptive Copilot yeah, yeah. interesting normally um, you'd expect Hera to be taking a few of those now that Kyle's a bit stacked but well, the thing is, Benthix is only range two, so he can't actually. No, that's get what it I mean. I'm Hera. a little surprised that Hera is so yeah. far away. Is... Um, and it's also completely irrelevant because when Kyle passes over one of those focus tokens, thanks to Jinner, so it can become an evader or focus wherever yeah. it goes. Wow. Uh, so everyone, but everyone but Garvin is going to rock up with one or two tokens here. But we we go ham. I'm target locking. Uh, I look at Kyle and I think, yeah, there's no way that anything's getting through, so I go for Benthic in the hope that Hera has gone slow and won't be in range. Uh, I was hoping that the the fast action was going to be un, unanticipated. And it sort of is, but uh, Hera um, does a one-hard and isn't in range, and so ha does have to evade stress to get in range of everyone so he can receive tokens and pass them around. So, 
if you don't know what the rebel token stacking is, basically whoever I shoot has uh, at this point two focus tokens and an evade, or two or two of or an evade and a focus because Hera can pass one of her tokens over, and the focus can become a focus or an evade, and the evade can be an evade. So whoever I shoot at the minute has at least one focus and at least one yeah. evade. Uh, welcome to Rebel Token Stacking. Um, but I've sort of got what I wanted. Um, I'm engaging at long range, uh, and not everything of the enemy is shooting. Uh, not all of what my guys are shooting either. Uh, but that's okay because. Your two big hitters are. Yeah, my two big hitters are shooting. So Maul has a disaster and then turns it into less of a disaster. And Benefic takes. Uh, I believe Benefic opts to take. Uh, I can't remember what he does actually. I think he, I can't remember if he spends the token not to do, to dodge this, but he's debating not spending the token so that if I if I wanted to double tap, I'd have to go and shoot Kyle, who's over there at range three with a million million focus tokens. But he does evade it, and so I shoot him again. Yeah, so he does evade. I shoot him again, roll a single hit, and he dodges it. Uh, and then my opponent starts piling into Maul and completely ignoring Dooku, which I think is the correct yeah. choice. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, and my green dice aren't helping me, but eh, infiltrators. So Dooku has a shot. I spend the lock, and he doesn't have a good showing of it. He misses, and that kind of scuppers my plans a little bit, but sometimes that happens. Keep piling into Maul. Uh, that is a... I can't remember what that is. I think it's like a loose... It is a loose stabilizer. That's what it is. Um... So Maul is either going straight uh, to take no damage, or he's not, or he's taking some more damage. But at this point, I'm fine with a little bit of a straight maneuver because I know that the rebel player has Leia, and I, I actually, to be fair to myself, I forgot that Kyle has a stop, but I figured that the U-wing was stopping, and that if Maul did a one straight, I'd be perfectly yeah. fine. Uh, my mistake is going to come very shortly and i'm gonna go there's a, a huge this is probably the maybe not game changing but it really set the tone for the rest of the game uh mistake uh, as i'm looking at moves uh what i end up doing is i send dooku into the fray to try and get some blocks because again i've forgotten that kyle has a stop <laughs> which is a, turned out to be a little foolish but it's fine I figure Hera's doing like a two-hide or a two-bank. Garvin's probably doing a two-bank. And I reckon a three-bank from Dooku might either get some blocks or just get in the way. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the system phase. Zamadizam. And here's my mistake. I do a two-hard with DGS, and I reach for a target lock, and I'm just barely out of range. Ooh, yeah, that's very close, isn't it? By... So I thought about doing the three-hard. I just didn't know if I would. I, I didn't know if I would bump Dooku or not. But now, now that I've got to this point in time, I was like, I should have done the three, whether I was bumping or not. I'm pretty sure that the Benthic is doing a stop, which means GGS isn't doing yeah. anything. And had I known I was out of range three, I've also missed. I've also haven't hondoed, <laughs> which means I don't have a double modded. Um... Okay, well, I do have a double. Mod. I don't have a free double modded like shot from one of the. Um infiltrators this round and i think this is where it goes downhill because dgs does nothing this turn uh, and dgs does have a missile which would have been quite useful to to be firing uh so dgs there locks a gas cloud and then benefic stops focuses passes a focus over to kyle 
then double checks and actually works passes it over to Hera instead. Kyle stops, takes a focus. Dooku goes, yeah. And Target locks Kyle. So if I can stop the focus train, I think I'm happy. Garvin's going for Maul. Maul does his one, just does a one straight target lock Bankvik. Because I'm pretty certain Maul's dying. Hera doesn't get blocked. Uh, and yeah, a little bit annoying. Though so gets to take another token. Picks an evade. And so everyone's tokened up. Except for Garvin, but he doesn't need it. So Hera shoots into uh, Maul uh, with a Thread Tracer. Gives everyone a target lock onto Maul. Uh, Maul gets the range one shot into Benefit Tutu, puts four damage in, it deals two. And then uh, Garvin is just barely range two of Maul, uh, spends the lock for hit, hit, crit. I take hit, crit, a weapons failure. It's not going to matter. If you haven't guessed, Maul is dying this turn. Hit, hit, crit again, and that's Maul gone. Uh, and then Dooku, I go for Kyle. And I get it, I get it, you know, normally, normally that's amazing. And you know what? Normally, when your opponent completely blanks out... Well, yeah. <laughs> You're like, sweet. But Hera's like, no, my f I I'm going to pass you my focus, which is secretly an evade, thanks to Jyn Erso. Uh, and takes, uh, it's just hit, hit, crit. So shield, shield, and crit. And I believe the crit is wounded pilot, which does help. I spend a force to do an action, and I target lock. Uh, uh, no, I jam Benthic, trying to just um, screw the assault over. And I um, take one damage. Uh, that activates Zam, which gets me a lock onto Benthic. And then the gunship does nothing. And that was basically the turning point. Now, I'm not trying to say that if the gunship was closer, it would have made a difference. I'm pretty sure Kyle... I'm pretty sure Maul still dies. But I do think that firing the Diamond Boron this turn would have made a difference. Yeah, I'd agree with you there, I think. Um, but that's that. But like, the gunship basically doesn't fire the entire game, which is... Um, not good. Probably what caught like my dapple because he was just slightly too far away and died a little too quickly but like i expected uh maul to die but it's just like i don't have the damage output to punch through all the tokens like kyle's sitting here still on two tokens yeah it is uh it's just unfortunate. yeah it's it's just the way the list works really isn't it and it's um, so I'll let this run through at slightly slower speed so people can actually watch it. Uh, I am going to lose this game quite dramatically. I do make... So I make one good uh, move, and I make one terrible move that I didn't, I'd forgotten about later on uh, using Hondo. Because Hondo has a, has a, the other effect of I can do it to my opponent's ships as well. And against token stacking, it can be useful, except when you forget that your opponent isn't stressed and you just give them extra tokens. Oh. Yeah, okay. That's That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so we are here um uh basically i dial in a 5k with dooku a five straight with um the gunship because i'm like okay the entire rebel list is going to go for the gunship if i go as fast as i can i bet i only get shot by one or two people uh, and i'll be correct um because I bump into Gar I, I i use sense on garvin to just have it try and gauge where he's going to go he's doing a three straight uh, which will bump into my gunship. Um, critical mistake here is I don't open the stabilizers here, and in one turn I also don't open the stabilizers when I really needed to. Yeah, this the next um, turn you should definitely be opening. Yeah, so uh, Kyle, like Benthic moves, and I've dodged a Benthic shot. Kyle turns and takes a focus, which turns into an evade. Garvin bumps, and so does Hera. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. So Heil passes a focus over to Hera, which becomes an evade. Uh, so Hera's untouchable, pretty much. Uh, Hera puts some dice into the gunship, uh, and I blank out. So I believe that's Thread Tracers, so all the rebels have a lock onto my gunship. To be fair, you're only taking one shot from the gunship, right? From Kyle. Yeah, from Kyle. But next turn can be painful, and I block it. And I have a choice. I can go for Kyle, I can go for Hera, and I just say, screw it. I go for Kyle, because if I randomly kill you, then great. I roll blank focus crit, and I decide not to spend the force because I just didn't believe that there would be any way the two go through because of the focus and the evade, and Hera can pass it. Yeah, that's fair. And then I throw some dice into Hera with the gunship, and it does nothing. So I should have opened my uh, stabilizers last turn. This turn, I should definitely open my stabilizers. Yeah, surely this turn you open your stabilizers and swing round to the... You will notice that I do not. Um, but essentially, uh, the game ends. I get Benthic down to one hull, and I kill her with Dooku. Um, and it's a pretty much like I. I think I've like my mistakes at the beginning of what cost me the game. Like if the gunship is in the fight a little bit earlier, it, maybe I've dealt a little bit more damage because now I my opponent is back up to like full token levels, and I, without more, I don't have the ability to take away tokens before the gunship. Yes. Yeah like as much because Dooku just isn't quite able to do it so yeah the gunship does a four straight oh he does flip his stabilizers I wonder I should I think yeah I should I, I think it, I should have flipped it last one I, I thought I didn't flip the stabilizers but like here I flip my stabilizers and I've calculated but like the gunship's not gonna be shoot Benefit does a rotate Kyle turns around uh, I believe there's a bunch of uh, talent rolls yeah. and K turns wounded pilot does nothing uh, Maul just does move, move a little bit further forward and takes a focus I believe Oh no, I jam Hera. This is what I do. I jam Hera because I'm like, let's try and stop. Let's. I've got target lock. I've got the force. Let's try and stop some tokens. Uh, but I forget that Hera has a target lock from the thread tracers from before. So my jam kind of goes to waste. I mean, you've got rid of a target lock, so. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, I guess the the mistake here is. Think like the action seems great. I I, I think that the act the action to jam Hera was a good idea. Uh, the problem was I forgot that Hera already had something yeah. on him, and it's these sorts of things that are stupid. Because like I could like the the jam did does effectively nothing. Like I'm trying to prevent the token stacking, and uh, I jammed off a target lock that almost doesn't matter. When I could have focused, uh, I could have jammed Ben. Oh, like jamming Benthic wouldn't have helped. For the exact same reason, but I, I could have focused. I could have moved my lock over to Kyle because I got the lock on Benthic at the minute. Yeah. Because in a second, I'm going to be like, well, I may as well shoot Kyle because if Kyle dies, the tokens go away. Um, and it's basically that. But Hera does a sloop, so it doesn't matter anyway. She wasn't getting any tokens, and the shooting starts. Yeah, I'm dying. Like, like I, I, I've made some decent plays. Um, but I don't know what like. At this point, it's over. There's four ships versus two, and I don't have. I if if Dooku were like Sunfac, maybe very very shaky, maybe. Like there's three small base ships, and Sunfac's good at preying on them. Um, but yeah, so I go for Kyle. Spend a four to hit crit. He completely blanks out, and he goes down. Um, but yeah, we we can let this game run. Uh, do you want to talk about points? Yes. I think I've basically covered all the things that matter in this uh... game. Uh, many thanks to my opponent. He was a really awesome guy to play, I must admit. Uh, he said he really enjoyed the last balance of the force. 
and I said that hopefully we'll plan on doing some more. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we we do some more, or certainly some more tournaments. Uh, but enough about nothing like yeah. My my list. I'm not sure how much my list will change with the new points. Spoiler alert: new points. But I know it's illegal. I just don't know whether I want to continue with double infiltrator or not. That's fair. You can fly four now. Uh, not in balance. I can't. But, okay, fine. Not in the balance, but. But you're right. I can fly four because the dark courier's gone down a point to fifty points. I mean, I could fly three Dark Couriers in 066 and I'd have a one-point talent. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, let's have a, a quick chat about points. Um, so, AMG promised sweeping changes, and I'm not entirely sure they delivered on that. I will say, with a, with a caveat, I'm waiting until they reveal the rules changes before I yep. like, judge on yep, because, that. Because like, is... sweeping change, that, they said they wanted sweeping changes to the game, and points doesn't necessarily mean that. No, no, that is, that is true. Um, for the most part, uh, generics have remained untouched, with the odd one going up slightly in points. And I have the odd one going down. In fact, I have a couple going down. I say, for the, for the most part, I've... Um, but a lot of the named pilots have come down. Um, yes. Not, not, a lot of them not hugely, but one, two points here, there, it soon adds up. Um, so that's the sort of broad look. What's caught your eye, Sam? So... I mean, what immediately caught my eye as a separatist player is, and I, 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 I have heard rumor from people who tell me because I actually haven't looked that most configs across the game, obviously Delta B accepting, basically went to zero points. Like, like, like all the configs that are sort of like the the wings on X wings, right? Yeah, most non Jedi, most non Republic configs have gone zero points. Um, the v vector thrusters on the A wings. Um, yeah, most of the S-foils, all of the Separatist ones. Um, but then with that, a lot of the, for instance, Separatists, the droids have gone up slightly. Yeah. So the points well, but... remain the same. Yeah, I just think, to me it's an interesting thing. Like, before, I did consider taking strutless droids because that saved, like, seven points. Yeah. Now there's no point because I'm paying, I'm paying for the strut and so I'm damn well taking it. Yeah. Um, so I do think that's interesting. Uh, like inside separates, like in the gunships. Uh, so all the all the I ones and the I two gunships, they all effectively stayed the same points because they all the gunships went up by three and the the foils the the stabilizers went down by three. Uh, but the I three ones, the Onderon oppressors and DGS two four six, they all collectively went down. So I think we might be seeing some more of the named gunships. Which is quite cool. Yeah. Which does follow in with a the theme of named pilots getting cheaper. Like heck, the the i the i3 gun DGS like two eight six or two four six. He came down by like six points in total. Yeah. Um. Things Still that I things that I've I've popped out. Two things that caught my eye. Uh, the collective build for Dash has come down loads. If you take the, I mean, the title itself came down by eight points. Dash has come down. Um, 
But they've removed his gunner slot. So despite Biston coming down, you can't double tap anymore. Which I don't think completely nerfs him. Because he's still four dice at range three. Put trick shot on. Isn't he just still kind of fine? He's good. He, but he's he's no longer going to be two thirds of your list. So there'll yeah. be some interesting bits on there. Um, and also, feedback ping. The new talent that I believe is coming in the FO box. Uh, that has it's has uh, the restrictions of it needs to be tie and reload. After an enemy ship executes a manoeuvre, if it is at range 0 to 1 of a friendly device, you may acquire a lock on that ship, ignoring range restrictions. It's not limited. It's one point. Yeah, so that's interesting. So that, in, inside FO, at least, you're, you're going to see more sensibilities. Yeah, but it, it's also, like, any... Imperial bomber that that's got a reload and is tie, you know, for one point. Surely you whack that on there for the when you're dropping bombs. People move yeah. free lock. I feel like let's see. It's interesting because like I'm looking at like the tie bomber for example. Like maybe you'll see it on some of the big name guys, but like the tie bomber that you usually see, the scimitar squadron pilot doesn't have a talent slot. The punishers. Yeah, the punishers. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's just I expected it slightly. The punishers more don't expensive. have talent slots. Oh, do they not? Oh, well, there no. we go. Um, other things that caught my eye: midnight in the FO came down seven points. Yeah, expect to see him some more. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, um... I mean, you never saw him before, right? It's like it's. Like, he shouldn't have been as expensive as he was. I was a little surprised to see uh, Malarus in the shuttle come down a point. I guess, but I think that goes along with... Um, well, like, there's a lot more stuff to start thinking about. Yeah. Um, and to round out FO, I was mightily surprised to see that the enhanced jamming suite was zero points. Yeah, I, mean, I, so... I kind of guess they've pointed. Yeah, they they've the pointed whisper. the whisper around. Like it's like it's like um, the struts and the S fours. They've pointed the whisper around having it. But having a having, is we- having I think is weird. Having a uh, any ship at forty four points being able to link almost any action into a jam is, I think, pretty reasonable. Yeah, but it's it's interesting to see because. It means that the Whisper functionally has no tech slot. Yeah, that is the good side of it, is the fact it's confident. And I guess, actually, no, you, you can choose to not have it, because you can choose to say, well, actually, I want the tech slot. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you're, pay- like, you're paying the points to, you know, to take the te- take, use the tech slot. But it feels, it's one of those, like, weird things. So, a quick roundup of the, up- the obvious ones. Zam went up, as we can expect. Yeah. Zam crew went up a lot, and Jabba went up a lot. Dooku went up. Which, crew. Okay, yeah. Fine. They. Pr- I st- I'm I, still not convinced on Dooku. I, like, I, I don't I, think he deserved uh, to get the same points as Palp. No, I, I personally think Dooku could have stayed where he was if they just took the slots off 
Salmon Jang- the crew slot yeah. off Salmon Django would have been the way I, I mean, would have done it. I mean, it, to but... be honest, putting Zam up uh, eight points already kind of a ni- already kind of like destroyed what you could do with Zam Django anyway. Yeah, but I still think she deserves to. Oh no, no, Zam definitely around. was supposed to be. No, I'm, I'm saying I think Zam's points are fine. Yeah, I just think the the combination, like, because the thing is, I yeah, I get it. Infiltrators aren't meta, but putting Dooku up to fourteen also just kills infiltrators. Yeah. Um, Gleb went up. And so we it's should. Still, still perfectly takeable. Oh yeah, six points, absolutely fine. Uh, cutthroat went up a point. Again, I think fine. Uh, same as heroic, they've both gone to two. Yeah. Both uh, transponders go up. I've actually forgot. Yeah, oh, yeah it did. It went up to three, didn't it? Yeah. Um, I was glad to see uh, the E wings almost all come down. The I four. Yeah, and they gained a tech slot. And we gained a tech slot. Yeah, quite. There's a couple of ships that have gained tech slots. Um, there's a couple of ships that have lost slots. Yes, there's a couple of ships that have lost slots. There's, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, Guri lost the sensor slot. Yeah, Guri lost the sensor That's slot. The Etters have lost their cannon slot, so no more crit memeing Anakins and Obis. Um, I mean, I think that's probably fine. Yeah, I still think they're flyable. You just change slightly how you fly. Um, Hera went up six points. Fine. In the A yeah. wing, yeah. Token stacking rebels is still going to be a thing. You're, you're still going to be a thing. It just might not be quite so efficient, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I see that as absolutely fine. Fifth brother, the Inquisitors and the Barons all went up. Yeah, I think that's fine. Like, it's not like. It means you can't take um, five Foresight Inquisitors now. Yeah. To be fair, Foresight went up as well, so... Yeah. Uh, tri- Speaking of taking five things that have three ability, <laughs> Tri-Fighters went down. Ooh. Uh, and I was sort of on the uh, five Tri-Fighter train. You can take some really interesting shit in Tri-Fighters now. Nice, um, nice. So, you know my five Tri-Fighter list, Sean? Yes, yes I do. I can fit three Discord missiles into that and it hits oh, oh, Like, no. No, no changes. Everything has Predator and I just add three Discord missiles. Right, uh, so let's have a quick scouting at Resistance, as that's one of my factions. Uh, very happy with the Y-Wings at the moment. Points seem fine. The Fireballs have all come down a point, apart from the generic. Um, the Star Fortress has all come down a point, apart from the generic and Benteen. Fine. Uh, the, the transports have gone up slightly, apart from Kova. Okay. Uh, Finn went up two and Rose went up three, which yeah. my McJousty list that I took to Curtin last weekend is now eight, seven points illegal. Uh, but, yeah. Mel went up a point, so he's the same as the generic. That's a, that's a little sad. That's the one change that made my balance list illegal. <laughs> um, but Lulu came down two, so nice. Uh, most of the named T-70s came down one or two points, uh, apart from Kerkoon, who came down three, and Resistance Commander Poe, who came down five. So that's that's quite interesting, because if you just ignore his ability, that's a 55-point I-6 T-70. I think he's underused, to be honest. I... I think... I thought he was a little underused when he was 60 points. Like, I didn't see a reason why... Like I know Poe exists, yeah, 
but like I figured there was probably a home for old Poe. But you can do old man Poe. You can do Commander Poe now with three I four Black Squadron aces. You have seven points to play with as well. Yeah. Um. That's pretty nice. Ray Gunner's come down, which is nice because you can start looking at other Falcons apart from Ray. Um, Republic got sweeping changes across the board, most of them down. In fact, I think the only thing that went up was the generic Y-Wing and the Delta B configs. Um, And everything else all came down. uh, Mostly one or two points. Um, Etta Anakin came down five. Uh, Ada and Yoda came down three, but they've lost their cannon slot. Yeah, I think well, I think the the points coming down is like it's, they're compensating for the cannon slot yeah. loss, aren't yeah. they? Which is which is fine. Um, the all the lats came down. Um, all the, in fact, all of the V wings came down. Uh, and all the torrents except named torrents came down. Uh, the. The Transgal Mag Control Link, if you're playing Epic, came down from five to two. Yeah, um, everyone likes that. Uh, the configs for oh, there you go. There's a config that isn't free, which is Besh for the V-wing. But I mean, at one point, you're not going to quibble over that. Um, and the Republic. Yeah, I, I, I actually think under the under the new scheme of configs, if you didn't add the bomb slot, I bet that would be zero. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Republic have now got some of the cheapest force crew as well. Um, yeah. Kit at... Eight points for Kit, Kit Fisto. Plo at nine. Uh, uh, Twelve points for Yoda is a darn good price for your buck. Yes. This is the only... The only um, I guess, well, no, actually, I I think an arc with that. Like, that, that, two force. That means you're looking at a minimum of 54 points. Yeah, but like... You're talking to someone who runs infiltrators. Sure. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, but an arc is not an infiltrator. I mean, it doesn't it's have the, an It doesn't have the dial. It has close enough. A- almost the same. You have the same blues. Yeah, but we don't have the like two sloops and five Ks. You got the four K though. Okay, well, let's let's stop debating. Like, okay. like, yeah, I know an arc is not an infiltrator, but like, I think I think Wolf with Yoda, just Wolf with Yoda, bam, done. You have a ship that has two force, passive rerolls. I don't know. For me, I think if, if you're, you're gonna... feeling frisky, put a veteran tail gunner on him. I think if you, I think if you're gonna go as far as putting Yoda on Wolf, I think I'd just spend the extra two points and put Ayla Secure on there. Yeah, the only reason I'm saying Yoda is because for two force, like this, this isn't yeah. about making Wolf help people. This is about giving Wolf access to two force. Yeah, but Ayla gives you a focus into a coordinate. So okay, maybe not quite as good as two force, but I think that you might start seeing Yoda on on a lap, or depending on when it comes out, the new gauntlet. Yeah. That will be interesting. Yeah, the gauntlet's going to be interesting. That's going to shake some things up. Yeah. Right. Um, anything else you've caught your eye before we wrap this one up, Sam? Multi-missile pods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're four points now. That's half, isn't it? They've come down from eight. No, they were six. Oh, they were six. Sorry. Okay. They were six. 
and I'm gonna have to run some tests with this because like so I, uh, I don't, uh, on the gun I, I don't know who else can act. I don't know how many people can actually utilize double missile or want to utilize double missile that only has range two but it I, you can put okay hold on Sean you can get a lot of full half arcs in separatists now you can get two bactoid prototypes hyena hyena droid bombers with multi-missile pods and three gunships with cluster missiles oh well that's just degenerate isn't it like you can get a lot of heart, like uh, a lot, a lot of arcs. I have eleven points left over. Tell you <sighs> what, let's put on Kraken. Oh god, let's not. Let's not sad. <laughs> like, yeah, that's something that's worth looking at. On Sam's degenerate half arcs, there we will wrap it up for this week. Um, yeah, so definitely some interesting, and it, to be fair, it's just nice to have a fresh meta. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Okay. Droids uh, are back, baby. We will be back next week, as always. Um, join us then. Uh, we should be back to, unless they release the new rules, which we all have to take a look at, we will go back to doing a full game, uh, reviewing, hopefully another Balance of the Force one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it from us. So I'll just say goodbye. Yeah, and goodbye from me. Too many lists, like 17 lists in the squad builder to test Yeah, I know what you mean.